something personal when it comes to you and all always. It's your man, Ben Farrell, with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's doing all right. Uh, we got, like, developing news right here. This one is in Portland, Oregon. So let me see what this is about. Oregon Hospital is on lockdown after reports of a shooting. The suspect fled the scene. Oregon police are searching for a suspect after reports of a shooting Saturday morning at a hospital in Portland. News sources has learned Portland Fire and Rescue tweeted that officers were responding to shots fired Saturday around 1120 in the morning. Pacific uh, time. Police confirmed in a press release that the suspect had fled the scene and the Special Emergency Reaction Team, SRT, and the Crisis Negotiation Team, CNT, is responding to the surrounding areas. The hospital remains on lockdown as police searching for the suspect. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler, Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler, shared in the Twitter post urging people in the area to stay alert until further notice. Uh... At 12.15 p.m. Pacific time, uh, Portland fire. You know Oregon is in the West Coast. So um, at 12.15 p.m. Pacific time, Portland fire and rescue said its involvement in the incident was over. That's developed on news right there. Uh, hold on. Let me switch up the internet because I got to switch the internet. Because I use Wi-Fi and then I'm going to have to use, like, my own internet because right now I chose to sit down. So forgive me for a little bit of a delay. Yeah, a little bit of the delay. But at least I'm, I'm talking and you know I'm there. That's what this is all about. Let me see. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh... I was in Atlanta, wasn't I? Let me see what's going on in New York. I don't even see New York. Where is that? All right. Saturday. I hope everybody's enjoying their Saturday. It's summertime. It is July 22nd. I hope everybody's out there doing good. Uh... Metro North service, major delays. All right, this is a plan we cannot accept. Governor Murphy sues Federal Highway Administration over congestion pricing. All right, that's politics. Suspects arrested in two separate attempts of rapes in Riverside Park. Oh my God, man. These are like the only type of news that we getting out here. Okay, it is what it is, wife of it. Gilgo beef suspect makes cryptic statements to police during the investigation. There's like a big case up there in um, Long Island. It's a big murder case out there. Real got a lot of news coverage up there. Uh, Gilgo Beach murder or something like that. NYC. Let me see. Moving forward, we talk. Um, we're looking for news right here. Like 
the Gilgo shit, a demon that walks among us inside the case against Rex Herman. I don't know if that's how you pronounce the man name, but it's Rex Herman and the Gilgo Meach murders. Beach murders. I did cover it. I got it there. Like, you could just like go back and find it. It's there. The content is there because I did cover it. You, I name all of the content, so you're going to know if I cover it or not. But I know I covered it because I remember the story. He was luring many different people. He was luring many different women. All right, Gilgo Beach murders. Everything we know in this case against Rex Herman. That's what I'm, I'm going to pronounce his name. Uh, Massapequa Park. Investigators are continuing to build their case against a 59-year-old architect, Rex Herman. This is in Suffolk County. That's in Long Island. That's Queens. Who's been charged with murder in the deaths of three of the 11 victims in the long unsolved string of killings known as the Gilgo Beach murders. He's said to also be a prime suspect in the fourth. A 32-page bail application alleges Mr. Herman's search for child and torture pornography and also threatened and taunted his victims, families over the phone. All right. And what is new about this investigation right here is the Chester County Sheriff's Office in South Carolina confirmed their assistance in the investigation. Police have said Mr. Herman has ties there as well as Las Vegas. His DNA has been entered into a statewide database available to law enforcement agencies in New York. It will also be submitted for a national search. He's due back in court on August 1st. Meanwhile, a team of investigators Monday continued to carefully comb through Mr. Herman's home. They brought out guns along with other evidence that could help tie this architect to at least three other murders. Earlier this week, investigators on Long Island search and Amityville storage unit after Suffolk County police executed a search warrant over there. A spokesperson for the Suffolk County Sheriff's Office said Mr. Herman has been placed on suicide watch. The determination of what was made by the jail's medical staff, all right, so not the Sheriff's Office. Michael J. Brown, attorney of Mr. Herman, stated he has entered a not guilty plea and has indicted, he has been indicted. He did not commit these crimes, all right? This is nothing about Mr. Herman that would suggest that he is involved in these incidents, all right? I'm just reading it slow because I'm trying to get all of the audience to comprehend everything that I'm saying. And while the government has decided to focus on him despite more significant and stronger leads. We are looking forward to defending him in a court of law before a fair and impartial jury of his peers. What are the Gilgo Beach murders? All right. 
The Gilgo Beach murders have long stumped investigators, baffled investigators. Most of the victims were young women who had, who had been sex workers, prostitutes, hookers, all right? Just elaborating. Several of the bodies were found near the remote town of Gilgo Beach on the southern shore of Long Island. That's why I told y'all in the beginning, all right? Determining who killed them and why. Why has it vexed a slew of seasoned homicide detectives through several changes in police leadership? Last year, an integrity, integ uh, interrogancy, all right? I'm going to just say it like that. An interrogy task force was formed with investigators from the F FBI, all right? The FBI Bureau as well as a state and local police departments aimed at solving this particular case. The formation of the Gilgo Beach Task Force represented a renewed commitment to investigating the unsolved killings. Suffolk County Police Commissioner Rodney Harrison said at the time, we're happy to see that they're finally active the police and accomplishing something. Let's wait and see what it all leads to, said Johnny Ray. I mean, Mr. John Ray, the attorney for the families of the two victims, Shannon Gilbert and Mrs. Jessica Taylor. Months, months later, a police officer and his uh, cadaver dog were looking for, were looking for her body in the thicket along nearby Ocean Parkway when they happened upon the remains of a different woman. Within days, three other bodies were found, all within a short walk of one another. Hold on, pause. All right, the phone be ringing a lot. I got a lot of things to do, but hold on, let me get this one right here. By spring 2011, that number had climbed to 10 sets of human remains. By the spring of 2011, the number had climbed to 10 sets of human remains. Those of the eight women, one man and one toddler, some were later linked to the dismembered body parts found elsewhere on Long Island, making for a puzzling crime scene that stretched from a park near the New York City limits to a resort community on Fire Island and out to the far eastern Long Island. Mr. Herman has lived for decades across a bay from where the remains were found. He is charged with first and second degree murder in connection with the deaths of three victims, Melissa Bartholomew, Megan Waterman, and Amber Castillo. Authority said he's also the prime suspect in another killing. Mr. Herman was taken into custody in Massapequa late Thursday, near where investigators were seen searching his home Friday. How was Mr. Herman caught? That's another question. All right. According to police, phone records and DNA from a discarded pizza crust led them to charge Mr. Herman with the murders of three of the 11 victims. 
all right, according to the police, phone records and DNA from a discarded pizza crust led them to charge Mr. Herman with the murders of the three of the 11 victims. Rex Herman is a demon that walks among us. Suffolk County Police, Police Commissioner Rodney Harris stated, a predator that ruined families, if not for the members of this task force, he would still be on the streets today. Arrest records show detectives believe Mr. Herman used burner cell phones to contact his victims and, in one case, used one of the victim's cell phones to make taunting phone calls to her family, in which he admitted killing and sexually assaulting her. All right? Records also earlier this year, <laughs> investigators were able to obtain DNA from a pizza crust that Mr. Herman threw out. That DNA was a close match for a hair found on one of the victim's naked bodies. Mr. Herman pleaded not guilty in court Friday. If convicted, he faces multiple life sentences. Most of the victims were young women who had been sex workers, hookers, prostitutes. Gotta elaborate for the people that's a little bit slow out there. But I love everybody. It doesn't matter. I was slow myself, so don't be ashamed of it. Several of the bodies were found near the town of Gilgo Beach. The bodies of the Gilgo Four were located within a quarter mile of one another near Gilgo Beach, near the Gilgo Beach in December of 2010. Shannon Gilbert's disappearance and search is what ultimately led to the, the discovery of several remains in the area. Shannon Gilbert's. Miss Gilbert vanished on May 1st, 2010, after dialing 911 from the Oak Beach home of a client. Maureen Brandon Barnes was 25 when she was when she went missing. All right, this is a whole nother name. Maureen Brandon Barnes was 25 when she went missing. She is believed to have taken an Amtrak train from New London to Connecticut to Grand Central Terminal in Manhattan of July 6th of 2007. Melissa Bartholomew was last seen at her residence in the Union Port section of the Bronx on July 12th of 2009. She was only 24 years old when she was last seen. Megan Waterman was 22 years old when she was last seen on June 6th, 2010. All right, some of them are like Puerto Ricans. Uh, some of them are mixed, some of them are Caucasian, I guess. All right, and uh, some of them is from Cuba, like this one right here. Amber Lynn Castillo was 27 years old and lived in West Babylon when she was last seen by acquaintance. She lived in Long Island, that's in goddamn Queens. Uh, Castillo do look like a Cuban woman, you know what I'm saying? There's a black woman here, too. Well, she looked like she's half black and half Puerto Rican. That's what I see. Partial remains of Jessica Taylor who was an escort working in New York City, were located in a wooded area in Maynardville on July 26, 2003. All right. Partial skeleton remains of Valerie Mack were found in a wooded area in Maynardville in September 2000. See, she black, see? 
know what I'm saying? You heard? Valerie Mack. She black. So, but it looked like she's mixed with like a, look like a Puerto Rican girl and a black girl. You know what I'm saying? She was gone since September 2000. All right. The skeleton, the skeletal remains of an Asian male were discovered on Ocean Parkway on April 4th, 2011. An Asian male. He don't look too Asian. Hold on. Let me see. All right. I got it. I see it. All right. I see. I give you all of the names. Jessica Taylor. Valerie Mack. Amber Lynn. Megan Warder. Yeah. The skeletal remains of a female toddler were discovered along Ocean Parkway in close proximity to Mac on April 4th, 2011. Yeah. So this is a big super murder case. One of the biggest ones. Like, I know a lot of other young folks are following YNW Melly, which is, he's like a hip-hop artist stuff. He got that crazy song, Murder On My Mind. And the crazy thing about it, you know what I'm saying? People got to understand what type of society they live in. You see what I'm saying? There's people that are against certain type of people. Like this man was obsessed with the traffic, sex workers and stuff like that. And he was actually killing them. I don't know what's going on with that man's psyche right there. It's kind of strange. I know it's very, very extremely strange. Uh, me, I don't get out there caught up with the mix of um, the underworld. I know the underworld. I used to be in it. So I know the underworld. I'm sort of a, uh, I don't want to compare myself to Brother Malcolm, I don't, uh, Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to compare myself to him. I will never compare myself to him. But I sort of have a similar uh, biography of his life. Like, he used to be a bad boy, but I grew out of being a bad boy without being incarcerated and going to the prison system. That doesn't mean that I'm saying the people that are incarcerated are bad people. I'm not saying that at all. I feel bad for all of the brothers that's incarcerated in the system, in this systematical um systemical um like underdevelopment society that we live in and stuff like that. They basically want everybody to be slaves and then they just make the progress off of our backs and then we just die off. We just a commodity to these people up there and goddamn Capitol Hill. Some people could get upset if they want to, but this is what I see, this is what I've experienced and stuff like that. You know? Some people think it's just, oh, no, black people need to be slaves. No, no. This is a whole new ball game. This ball game been played decades ago. You're all the slaves. Trust me and believe what I'm saying. All of you guys are slaves, right? Doesn't matter if you're black, white, Spanish, Italian. It doesn't matter. If you're in cahoots with the government, that is your business. See what I'm saying? But the morale in you to have a better society, is it in you? Uh, don't you want to live in a better society where we moving forward 
and we got the better jobs, better technology, the better solution where people could live a happy, full life. You know what I'm saying? This is what progress is about, right? So we can understand why we have crimes, why we have bad people running around um, doing the most egregious acts ever. You see what I'm saying? So I'm just here just to shed light to what's going on all around us. That's what I do. Every day you hear my voice talk about the same old thing. I talk about different cases. In this case, we're talking about Rex Herman with the um, those beach murders, Gilgo beach murders. You see what I'm saying? Uh, there's 11 victims, and they connected three out of those 11 with uh, Mr. Rex Herman. All right? Multiple victims. All of the victims are all different. It's not like he had one particular victim. All of the victims were from different nationalities. So I believe crime doesn't have a racial color, all right? Anybody could get hurt from these criminal acts, from these minds that are broken that commits these criminal acts, all right? I'm here to shed light on it. I hope somebody could actually understand. I hope that I had transparency today where I told you what's going on. This is your man, Ben Sparrow, with Thinking Out Loud. I hope you guys subscribe to my YouTube channel, Box Benji. I have been active, you know, at least I try to be. Uh, I'm going to make sure I'm going to post today before midnight hits. And then you could follow me on Instagram, which is Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. Same thing for the YouTube. Box Benji for Rumble and Twitch, same thing. I haven't been too active on rumble and twitch but i will be active on rumble and twitch no matter what i'm there for you guys and then you could go on underscore murder envy on tiktok that is underscore m u r d e r e n v as in victor i i that's underscore murder envy for tiktok i will be i will be back with more episodes and more stuff for you to listen to to stimulate your mind, to help you think. It's thinking out loud. podcast spotify got a platform that lets you make one super easily then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free it's called spotify for podcasters and here how it works spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer so no matter what your setup is like you can get started today then you can get it distributed your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take a conversation with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. 
And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, it took my talent to a whole nother level. And I'm happy about that. I feel like I have options like video podcasts and Q&A polls that lets me be creative on another level. I highly recommend it. You give it a try. Download Spotify for podcasters on your app store or go to the www.spotify.com podcasters to get started.